0: Welcome to the Half-Hill Report, news and items of interest for and about the village of Half-Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half-Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half-Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mofuni, and it's listener letter time We have a very special letter today from Strick Flunkblast, a new listener and a student at Nomeregon Tech who writes to us all the way from Dunmarog. And he writes, "'Greetings, Tashmufuni. "'I recently started listening to your broadcast "'and must say I quite enjoy it. "'Well, thank you. "'Beyond just enjoying it, though, "'your action of stepping out into journalism "'has inspired me. I also want to start a radio show. What are your best tips for a beginner? Yours faithfully, Strick Flunkblast. Well, what a great letter, Strick, and thanks for listening. You know, it was a big decision to leave the farm and take up something that (laughs) really no one thought was a good idea. But ever since I was a young Pandaren, I knew that all I ever wanted to do was write. So... Thanks to a rather hefty endowment from my dad. Thanks, dad. Half Hill Ag set up a journalism program and let me be its only student. Pretty sweet deal, huh? And Professor Talib, despite some pretty serious reservations, agreed to be my advisor. So here I am, a little less than a year into my course of study, and boy am I having a good time. College life is so much better than the farm. Attending the games, the parties, <laughs> you know, just last night I was at a party where the brewmastery assistant professor got up on a table, stood on his head and, and <clears throat> well, uh, maybe I shouldn't tell that story here. Well, anyway, good luck and thanks for writing. And now, on with the news. Continuing our coverage of what may be an expanding rift within the horde, Rumors and speculation about the Horde War Chief's role in the horrific events at the Wrathgate many years ago have reached all the way to Pandaria. I've personally overheard several heated conversations between adventurers here at the Lazy Turnip over the question as to whether the War Chief personally ordered the release of the plague in the battle against the Lich King that took the lives of so many of both factions. If this speculation is correct, will this revelation further fracture the Horde leadership? Or will they see this as proof of their war chief's willingness to do whatever is necessary to achieve victory? The Half-Hill Report will continue to follow this story as news reaches us here in Pandaria. The Half-Hill Report is made possible this week thanks to a generous donation from shang Academy proudly training adventurers for lives of adventure for over three generations. If you're a young Pandaren seeking to become the very best you can be, shang Academy is the place to be. In sports news, well, it was a great season, but the mighty Mooshans of Half Hill Agricultural College lost their playoff game to the fighting fells of Orgrimmar Community College. With a well-planned and executed defensive game plan, the Mushans held the Fells to a single critical, but were unable to mount much of an offense, and in the end, the Fells' size advantage was just too much to overcome. The Mushans did score once at late in the eighth period on a stunt double reverse celestial that resulted in a half-critical. When time ended with the Fells up by a narrow half-critical, the entire Fells team strode out to the center of the field and raised their fists to their chests in a remarkable show of respect to the Mushans for their valiant play. Ork team captain Gerbash Lorak said after the game Mushans played honorably and with great ferocity. They earn our respect. Mushans head coach Mo Driftbranch praised his team's play that brought them to their first ever postseason appearance. Thank the fans and promised even better in the seasons to come. March on, Mushans. March on. It's time for the Rizak Report, a semi-regular report from our goblin in the field. So take away, away, Hey, ya, college. How you doing? I'm sorry I missed you when I was in Half Hill. I really wanted to talk to you about our deal. You're just too trusting, college. Way too trusting. Them grummels was putting something over on you, cheating right in front of your eyes. You gotta keep after them, College. Don't take your eyes off them for a second. You and I, you know, we were crystal clear about our deal. You know what to expect from me, and I've been more than living up to my end of the deal in reports about the war and all, and I know I can trust you to live up to yours. You just gotta be more watchful. So, on to more profitable things. I'm really getting excitable about this skating rink deal. It's not closed yet, not quite finalized, but we're close, real close. See, it's at Krasilfraz Outpost, out there in a place called Drustvar. It's where I got that silver mine that I told you about. And speaking of that silver mine, it's been profitable, real profitable. That was a good catch on my part. The biggest operating cost is keeping those spiders cleared out. That cuts into the profit. But ogres work cheap. (laughs) So it's not too bad. And the quality of the ore that comes out of that mine is fabulous. Well, anyway, where was I? Oh, yeah, the skating rink deal. I know you haven't been to that place, so you got to take my word for it. But that whole post is an outstanding place for a skating rink. It's almost flat. Not much slope at all, and very little vegetation to be cleared away. Water isn't too far away, really. It will be really cheap to develop it. It's cold enough, once we get the water up there, that the ice won't ever melt. It's a gold mine, I tell ya. The only obstacle is that the goblins running it don't have no vision, no vision at all. They say there's a war going on, and they're getting paid to keep the place available for staging forays into Alliance territory. But I say, hey, soldiers like to skate too, right? Sure they do. They need a place to, what you call, recreate. It'll be a gold mine, college. A real gold mine. All right, I better get back to my negotiations. Gotta turn those goblins around somehow. This is just too good an opportunity to pass up. And you better keep an eye on those grumbles, you hear? A deal is a deal, college. <sighs> Thanks, Rizak. Y- you know, honestly, listeners, I-, I have no idea what this deal is or what I'm supposed to be doing. I asked him if he would send in reports, and in exchange, he asked me to keep an eye on the grumbles. I said, sure. We shook hands, and he said, it's a deal. What am I supposed to be watching out for exactly? Counterfeit lucky-do's? Checking the Azeroth calendar, Pilgrim's Bounty is underway, and you've a few more days for this fun and food-filled annual event. In just about a week, the Dark Moon Fair will be back for its monthly visit, and there are just 22 more shopping days till the Feast of the Winter vale is upon us. It's time again for our weekly feature, The inside story, with our resident Draenei food and lodging critic, Velmec. So Velmec, you told us last time you were going to go to Winterspring. How was the laughing yeti? Hey there, Tosh. Well, little change of plans. I decide to go to Stormwind and check out Feast of Pilgrim's Bounty. You know, this was new holiday for Draenei when we come to Azeroth. And I only experienced it at Exodar a few times before I joined Army. So this is all still little new to me. Oh, well, that's interesting. Tell us, what did you think? It was nice. I especially like part to sit around table with peoples and share meal, talk about things we are thankful for, and express hopes for soon end of war. Well, that sounds very pleasant. You know, we... Don't really celebrate that here in Pandaria. It's kind of an old world thing. How, how was the food? You know, turkey was delicious. And it's interesting how they stuff inside with bread, which make bread very tasty. I remember not really liking cranberry when I try first time, but no, not so bad. Candied sweet potatoes, eh, they're just too sweet for me. But pumpkin pie for dessert was wonderful. But let me tell you what happened after I eat. I get up from table feeling full and happy when this funny dressed human call me over and ask if I was interested in helping them a little bit. And I am thinking, well, they give me a nice meal for free and I have little time, so sure, why not, I help. Well, all of a sudden they are pushing recipes and shopping lists into my hands and giving me all kind directions. Next thing I know, I am hunting for turkey and traveling all over looking for ingredients. What? I know, right? At one point, I am even thinking, maybe they are having little joke on Velmic. You know, I even have to learn to cook, but let me tell you now, if you need roast turkey, I am pretty good at it after making 20 of them okay you know that not even craziest thing that happened one guy even tell me i have to go to darnassus for sweet potatoes and i tell him hey buddy i don't know if you heard but darnassus isn't exactly there anymore and what do you think he tell me oh don't worry there is time travel portal in darkshore What kind of holiday is this? I don't even like sweet potato, and I am supposed to time travel for them? That sounds crazy, but you're telling me. And so, I finish with all the cooking and delivering, and what do you think they do? They say thank you, which was nice, and then they give me my own set of strange clothes just like they're wearing. Who puts buckles on hats? It sounds like a really weird holiday. I'm, I'm so sorry you went through all that. Tosh, let me tell you, I was so tired from all cooking and full from all foods that after all, I could do was come back here to Lazy Turnip and fall asleep listening to my Timurian game. But I'm not complaining. They seem like nice peoples and, you know, they feed everyone even if they can't pay or have time to do all those crazy things. I have little extra time and little gold, so I guess it's the right thing to do. You know, lots of peoples don't have money or time for those things. So it's good reminder to be thankful for what I have. Well said, Velmic. Very well said. A good reminder for all of us. So, after all that, What's the final verdict on Pilgrim's Bounty? All things considered, I give Pilgrim's Bounty four crystal. Eat a lot of work, and I don't like all the food, but spirit of thing is nice, and good reminder to be thankful. Well, there you have it, folks. Pilgrim's Bounty. Four crystals and buckles on hats. That gives you something to look forward to next year, huh? So, Velmek, where to next week? <sighs> next week, I definitely go to Winter Spring and visit in there called Laughing Yeti. You know, I think I could use the rest. We'll look forward to hearing about it. Until next time, Dionys Aka, my friend. Dionys Aka, tush. See you next week. Well, thanks for joining us again this week, folks, and make sure to stay tuned to this channel during this holiday season. For all your favorite holiday themed programs such as father winter is coming to ironforge jingles the red-nosed windrider and miracle in Morogh," and as always we are coming to you live from the lazy turnip inn always open and welcoming to locals and travelers alike so why not take a break from your busy holiday preparations and drop on by and make sure to ask Denden Den for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed with the very finest and freshest ingredients right here in the valley by the fine pandarins at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. See you next week, and remember, free Pandaria. Want more awesomeness every week? Visit weeklyawesome.com, weekly podcasts to make your week better. Remember to smile and be awesome.